You are listening to the Savage Fincast Retro, episode 28, Freak Force 15 and 16. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast Retro, the show that'll fuck your friend Val. My name's Raven Perez. I'm Jim Purcell. And I'm Craig Olson. I mean, no, Craig's not here. I am Mark Welzer. <gasps> Special Mark- guest star, Ma- Mark Welzer. Right. I, I think we might know you from such barn burner titles as Gods of Brutality. Backups, Savage Dragon, fill the number in in post. (laughs) And. (laughs) I think. uh, And uh, I think you have an upcoming project, don't you? You forgot to. You forgot the most important book. Yes, Super Freaks. Super Freaks, Raven. Super Freaks, guys. Did you not read Super Freaks, Raven? I got a confession. Yeah. I'm kind of beefing with every single contributor to that and so i was trying even myself so i was trying to keep it on the down <laughs> i was trying to downplay its importance but yeah super freaks so yeah man you're kind of like the big dick hot shit i feel like you're blowing up left and right superstar uh, yeah you're blowing up like a norfolk southern chemical train so he, he can you- make those jokes folks it's where he lives yeah <laughs> i'm blowing up like a a tire that's been punctured and it's just slowly leaking air over several trips. So you, would you say you're much like a gas bag? Yeah, a bit of a a bit of a gas bag. That's okay. The Hindenburg was a gas bag too, and people still talk about that bad boy. Yeah, they don't shut up about it. Yeah. Well, that went pretty well for them, right? The Hindenburg. Yeah, man, raging success. I don't remember exactly what happened to them, but I think it was probably a success. They inspired that band Led Zeppelin. Who? The name? Yeah, you know. There aren't no, they like the a who? they're a cover of the who. <laughs> they're a cover band for ZZ Top. Oh. But um yeah, I, I think you have a title to promote uh, coming up soon, don't you? Uh yeah, I don't know when it'll be released or where it will be released, but uh, Rich Woodall and I are working on a book called The Bloody Ring of Dracula. About a Count Dracula as a luchador in uh, Mexico. Listen, I don't like to use hyperbole, but that might be the single greatest creation to ever face this planet, surpassing such all-time classics as electricity, fire, sliced bread, the, the Christ scam... 
I must admit, I those are some those are some very good words to put together. Yeah. yeah, but you haven't read it yet, no. So it's it's we still uh, have plenty of time to disappoint. <laughs> yeah, Rich is writing it, and I'm drawing it. Uh, we're working on it right now. Don't know when or where it will be, but uh, we're plugging away at it anyway. So if somebody decides they want to print it, we will be ready. I gotta say, it's a really good time to be a wrestling comic fan. Everyone's do it. Got a wrestling comic in them right now. Yeah, I've got a wrestling comic in me someday. Th- there, there weren't quite as many coming out when we first planned this. And it seems like we may have t- taken too much time getting it together, but no. hopefully there's still some interest in wrestling when, by the time it comes out. Listen, there's no such thing as too many wrestling comics. Or wrestling and... I- I- uh, anything. Wrestling's cool. Yeah, wrestling, yeah, wrestling, wrestling fun, fucking rules. Fun fact, I didn't become a wrestling fan until I was 30. What? I oh. thought wrestling was gross when I was a kid. I always what? turned that right at the height of the fucking attitude era, whenever I would turn or NWO era, I'd, I'd see it on TNT and I'd go, Nope, change the channel. This isn't Babylon 5. No, thank you. <laughs> Did you pick Babylon 5 on purpose? I, I watched that on TNT. Goddamn nerd. It's probably when I started to get out of wrestling. I watched it a lot as a kid and then. Uh, ECW, I was real big into ECW in the 90s. And then, like, Attitude Era is kind of when I just gave up and started doing other stuff. But we used to do backyard wrestling in high school. And I still have a scar on my forehead from when I used a blade in some of our backyard (laughs) wrestlings. And I had to get stitches. And that's a true story. And my parents were very, very pleased. (laughs) So wait a minute. On top of everything else... You're a comic artist who was also a backyard wrestler? Who bled the hard um, way. Uh, failed backyard <laughs> wrestler. I have not done it in very many... And also, I was not good at it. I don't think you have to be good at it. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure backyard wrestling is mostly flailing around and hoping you don't break each other's necks. That's pretty much it. Although, one of our friends that did, we did it with, he went on to start a wrestling promotion in Poland. Wow. And he got like properly trained, and he had a ring and everything in his yard, and and he lives in Poland now, and um, he doesn't do I don't think he's doing any wrestling anymore, but he does like fight commentary and stuff, which is kind of adjacent. Yep, yep. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, and I think cool. there's probably never going to be a time to mention this on the FinCast, other than right now. I went to high school with Jamie Noble. All right, I know who that is, but please explain uh, to Jim. I know who Jamie Noble is. All right, then explain to the to the listeners then, because we all know <laughs> clearly Jamie, who that. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry, Jamie. Oh, okay. Jamie Noble was a wrestler of small stature physically, yeah. but the man was a giant among the wrestling industry in terms of uh, entertainment and innovation. And uh, he was, I mean, he's been applauded by some of the harshest, like, you know, people like Jim Cornette, who, like, are kind of tough on everyone, you know, praise Jamie Noble. Uh, His career was cut short by an injury, but he was on MTV reality show. He was, you know, in the WWE. Just it's a rags to riches story. Like, we both came from nowhere you know, he went on to actually become a wrestler in the WWE. Had an action figure and everything. Oh, so wow. yeah. I primarily I primarily know him from his, his stint as the J and J security duo. 
uh, when that <laughs> yeah. was a thing back in like the mid two thousands. It yeah. must have been during the time when I just wasn't paying any attention to wrestling, and I, I'm sorry. Are you paying attention Maybe. to it now? I I come I come and I go. Like, Wrestle, I'll watch... WrestleMania is coming up, so I'm paying attention again. Oh yeah, yeah. we have Peacock, uh, so I'll watch the pay per view. They don't what they're not pay per views anymore. What are they just? They event? they call they call them event specials. You're right. Yeah. They don't they don't call them pay per views anymore. Right. I watch the events, but I don't watch it like week to week. So every time these events come out, I'm like, well, who the hell's this guy? And who the hell's yeah. All you need to know is Rhea Ripley. I like Rhea Ripley. She's Asuka. really cool. I don't. That name does not sound familiar to me. Although Rhea Ripley's in kind of a... Man, I could go on for hours, but it's probably not best for uh, a right, podcast yeah. to, to explain Rhea Ripley's current uh, uh, storylines with uh, Damien. Uh, no. no. <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Shit. Mysterio. Yeah. Damien Mysterio. The, the good news is, let's tie it back to Dracula. So basically, this is a luchador Dracula comic. Yes. Um, all I need to know is, does Dracula get to cut a promo? Well, this is the story is set in the late 1800s. So there's not a lot going on as far as televised. Does he shows. still play it up to the crowd? Does he get to fight Abraham Lincoln? Don't know who was a wrestler, you know, in Mexico. Well, not in Mexico, but he definitely wrestled. He was a what was he? He was like a leg wrestler, right, or an arm wrestler, something like that. Yeah, he was an athletic youth. I think he's one of those gentleman wrestler types. I think it may have been arm wrestling. I don't know. Listen, no one gives a fuck. Um, all that's going to happen now is we're going to talk to you, Savage Fincast Retro listeners, about all things Eric Larson, but from the fucking past, baby. We're talking about the greats. We're talking about the classics. We're talking about Savage Dragon as a cop. Your balls hadn't dropped yet. Image didn't have shiny paper yet. Nobody knew what computer coloring was yet. The internet didn't Wait, exist. What? I think oh, you've gone too far back. I'm pretty sure everyone digitally colored at this point. You're yeah, right. Paper, my paper is pretty glossy. Is it? Yeah. Well, then we'll push it a little forward. Glossy paper existed. <laughs> right. People were on dial-up. Mm-hmm. Computer coloring was being figured out. There we go. Are we getting it? Yes. Yeah. Jamie Norton was just... Uh, a hair, a hair's width away from making it big. Was that his name? I already forgot his name. Was it Jamie Norton? <laughs> Noble. Oh, whoever. <laughs> was was Mark looking at his Norton antivirus as he told that joke? <laughs> Jamie uh, Norton. That <laughs> was close. To was be it fair. Jamie McAfee? Uh, For a name that I just heard three minutes ago, and we talked about a lot, I was pretty close. <laughs> So basically, yes, we have some incredible, incredible golden oldies for you finheads who long for the time before the Malcolm era. Oh, take us back. Take us back. What What are we listening? What are we talking about today, Jim? Uh, we're going to talk about Freak Force. Oh, baby. Yes. We... I, I got to say, don't don't you feel like Freak Force in a lot of ways was superior to Savage Dragon? Um, put me on the spot, but no. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. A, I'm also a no on that. I mean, it, it's I, I'm good, a third but no. It, it's not that that good. 
I'm just being a dickbag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for one issue, I would say, I, I really like the start of that Cosmic Cop story. That's, like, excellent. But as for the rest, um, serviceable. I think there's some cool stuff in Freak Force, but just it's so gross to look at. I mean, uh, Vic Bridges, I can't get into his art at all. Everyone's yeah. so stiff, and they wear such weird clothes. And although, yeah, I'm like sure this, he's a nice this, guy, this but... doctor we're about to meet. Yeah, right. <laughs> that doctor. I mean, what is going on with that guy? Well, we should. I guess we should set it up, right, Jim? Right. This is a Freak Force issue fifteen. Here we are. The whole team has just been completely bludgeoned. Uh, we got a really mm-hmm. big close up of Barbaric's face, which uh, this is the might... most generic cover. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think this was used for Barbaric's uh, Playmates figure for the mini comic that came with him. I think they used the same uh, artwork for that. Ooh, good deep cut. Yeah. Which was... Uh, they were all the same story, but they always had different covers depending on which figure you got. <laughs> this is drawn by uh, John Cleary. I think layouts by Eric Larson. Well, see, oh, that's you, oh you're you, talking about the mini comic, yeah? I've the never, mini I've comic never that looked came at with the it. toys, yeah. You guys are going to talk about that on the show eventually, right? <laughs> Maybe we'll actually. A whole episode. Let's find like out when it came out. It doesn't tie into continuity at all, so you can do it whenever. But we're at Freak Force 15, yeah. This is so March yeah, of 1995. <laughs> I gotta say. Um, this doctor, you're talking about like this fucking doctor's clothes. It's just like, God damn, what is going on? For one thing, the funny thing is, is that like there's moments of brilliance in poor Vic's like art because like I really like this choice to like make Super Patriots arms and stuff all covered in studs. I actually think it's kind of like, you know, cool. Like it's better than what he was doing when the series started, right? Right. But then you get stuff like this doctor's like weird Doritos t-shirt. I'm not going to lie. I I actually like this doctor, his design, because he looks like a slime ball, and he looks like he's a 90s guy. But he shouldn't be. He's a doctor. He looks like a talent. I I mean, doctors can be flamboyant. Haven't you ever seen, like, Doogie Howser or House? It's possible that he's not even from the Chicago area, and he was on vacation and they pulled him in because he's the only one that knows how to deal with uh, super freaks. I'm I'm trying. Yeah, you're trying real hard. Book. I don't know. I man. really appreciate that because I <laughs> that, that that I like that backstory you've created from nothing. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. Can I also say Vic has continued his um, his uh, habit of incredibly busy, like just random pictures of flowers <laughs> hanging yeah. up on the wall. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. Also, is go ahead, Jim. Continued uh, front-facing shots of Hortus. Yes, His face uh, not the best look. I gotta give him credit for the balls to just have Hortus looking right into the camera. But I hate it. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's not. I think I don't know if it's. It's definitely the lips don't help. No, the lips are a yeah, huge hindrance. He really emphasizes the lips. It's it's not ideal. I gotta say, I I never knew this about Ricochet's blood. 
this, this Me is either. an interesting yeah. development. This is really neat. I don't think it's ever been mentioned ever or since. Brought up again. Yeah, exactly. But I do love the idea that like if you cut her blood out and just let it coagulate, it just becomes like a goddamn bouncy ball. Yeah. You like that? Coagulate? Inject, inject that into somebody else. See what happens. I know, right? Jim hates the blood thing. But I got to say now, I would love to see what happens if you like had her give a blood transfusion to like who would be the who would be the person who should never get bouncy powers? Well, I would think Hortis, but she's gone. Right. Well, that's a good one though. Good that would idea. actually be an amazing combo. <laughs> right. Walden Wang. <laughs> Just all of a sudden he's bouncy. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I completely forgot that she had rubber blood until I flip through this today. So that's a good interesting point to ask. Uh you read have you read these before? Is this new to Me? you? Yeah, have or have you yes, have you read these previously? I have I have read them. Yes. It's been a while since I've read Freak Force, but uh yeah, I had them all. I didn't get them when they came out. I got them later after the series had already ended. I picked them up as back issues, but yeah, I've read all this stuff before. Yeah, this stuff's all new to Craig uh to Raven and I. Yeah, for me and Jim, this is come totally new. And so, like, when I see the bouncy ball blood, I'm just like, oh, shit, that's actually pretty cool. I also notice that there's an effort to, like, have Super Patriot doing a lot of things with his eyes, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah he's, I he's... noticed that flipping through these, too. He doesn't do that in the regular series, but this is, I think, this and then also in the next issue, he's got little tel- telescopic eyes coming out. Yeah, it's cool. I, I can cool. appreciate it. Yeah, um, it's just that, like, good old Vic Bridges' just stiffness, like this barbaric leaning at the bedside and her in the bed and, you know, just kind of weird. I don't think we've ever seen Ricochet with her, like, mask off in normal Savage Dragon, have we? Well, at the wedding in 41 when they got married. There you go. Now you're talking. But, But other than that, like, this is it, right? Yeah, yeah, Vic has a tendency to draw them out of costume a lot. Yeah, we were we were kind of like praising that about Freak Force is that like you'll see, you know, fucking Dart in sweat clothes. (laughs) You want to see neat, but the clothes are always so weird looking. (laughs) It is crazy that he's probably the one guy who should have never put them in casual clothes. (laughs) They all they all have those big image sweatshirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ra- Raven hated the image sweatshirt. Yeah. I, fucking, I do not like those image sweatshirts, dude. We'll get you one, Raven, for your birthday. No, God, no. <laughs> what do you guys think of Crying Hortus? You mean? I mean, bar- fucking barbaric? barbaric. Yeah, yeah. Well, his look at his look at his eyes at the bottom of the page, uh, bottom middle. The bottom middle, yeah, they're very close together. You know, it's weird because Eric does these kind of like almost anime eye looking things. But when Vic tries to do it, they just look a little weird. It's just that Vic ooginess overall. I feel so bad, like just bagging on this poor guy. He got better. Yeah, I feel bad, too. But also, he's not listening. (laughs) 
fair enough. He doesn't, he's moved on. He doesn't do comics anymore, I don't think. I will say that, like, this uh, picture of Barbaric, like, busting out. And, by the way, the inks here by Chad Hunt help a lot. And, like, this this picture of Barbaric busting out of the hospital, pretty badass. Like, the buildings are generic as shit, but, like, Barbaric looks fantastic here. And I wonder also how much of it, because it was, I know Keith Giffen was doing all, he was drawing layouts. For well, that's... The, that's the interesting question because of the way Giffen does his writing is it's through layouts. Yeah. So a lot of this must have been laid out by him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's you cr- can tell a lot of it, too. Though. That's that's like a classic Giffen uh, layout or at least panel configuration that he goes through a lot. But yeah, some of these poses, because I'm sure they were drawn super small. And Very. maybe Vic, just when he blew them up, he just didn't really put much life into him. He just kept them as stiff as the thumbnails were maybe i don't know i am not familiar with a lot of his stuff outside of freak force okay you literally answered the thing i was about to ask phase phase one phasers is how eric got uh vic came onto his thing Mm -hmm. you're not familiar with like phase one phasers are you i have one issue of phase one phasers because i think it was has a story that eric drew in it oh okay i have one issue and i don't know if even i don't know if vic drew it actually i don't even know if it's an actual comic it might actually just be a like a source book thing. Mm. I gotta find more issues of it. Um, a thing that kills me is like coloring mistakes. Freak Force has some big ones. Look at Barbaric's arm. Like it's fucking blonde by his left hand thumb. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're seeing. Mm. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, that shit kills me, dude. I'm just he, like, no! It, it was drawn too smooth and so the uh, the color colorist mis- uh, misunderstood. Fix it in the omnibus. Fix it in the Ultimate Collection. Man, I would love a Super Patriot Free Force um, uh, Deluxe Omnibus. That'd be so um, great. I would love it to be recolored and redrawn. Just completely <laughs> redrawn. Yep, and rewritten in places. Yeah. Remastered. Question. I'm not even joking. Um, Would you guys be into, like, comic book remasters? Like, you know, video games have remasters. Uh, no, uh, absolutely not. Have you have you not seen what they did to the killing joke? No, bro, that's not a remaster. That's a fucking recolor. That's like that's that they recolored it. They just use the same writing and the same art. I'm talking about remaster. Oh, you, you, the mean, way... you mean literally remake it from the script? You know how isn't that what Liefeld just did with all his books? He did. So okay, so somebody out like there did it. Well, I, I think I think every page was a different artist, but yes, it was basically yeah. a recreation of the first issues with different with a variety of artists per page. That's I, I haven't read them, but that's got to be jarring as hell. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that idea. That execution is not. So good. I I haven't actually looked at those, but I am familiar with. Uh, there were two issues of Legion of Superheroes that came out two years ago, where every mm-hmm. page was a different artist, and yes, it's very jarring. I guess I'm saying is like, okay, it's a fantasy world, so money's no object. So I get Philip Tan to fucking redraw, not Philip Tan. Who does, uh, fucking Travis Charest. He does Space Girl, right? Space what? Space Girl. I I think it's Travis Charest, right? Or Charest. Am I fucking up the pronunciation? Whatever. I've heard his name pronounced so many different ways that I'm not even going to attempt. You know what? Frank Quietly. All right, so I, get, so I get Frank quietly. Quite, quietly, yeah. I get Frank quietly to redraw Freak Force, 
and I get Kirkman to re like you know configure the dialogue. Just rescript it. Yeah, and Nikos can color it because goddamn Nikos rules. And so it's just like, hey boys, are you gonna buy that? That's all I'm saying. I mean, saying. I'll buy it. I mean, if Eric's name's on it, I'm gonna buy it anyway. It just I'd rather have new Freak Force. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. Well, you know what? I'm just saying it's funny how it works in video games and it doesn't work here. Well, That's what I'm, I'm doing is I'm getting if money's no object, I'm spending that money on a time machine, <laughs> and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna. I don't know what I would do. What? You were about to say attack Vic, weren't you? You were (laughs) going to break Vic's hands. I knew it, you monster. Although I think we would all do the same thing with the time machine. but Uh, No, if I had a time machine, I would go back in time and rescue all the Lost Doctor Who episodes. No wonder you quit on the Attitude Era. Indeed. (laughs) It ruled. Um, Hortus gets so fucking mad. Hortus, goddammit. Fucking Barbaric gets so mad that he fucking takes off to take out Bludgeon, which is just fucking... Yeah, right through the wall there. That's rude. <laughs> Man, I, mean, I, he's... I love Super Patriot mugging to the camera. Do you? I hated yeah, it. I love it. <laughs> I hated it. That never happens. Why did that happen? Why Wait, was... You, you don't mug to the camera? Why does fourth wall breaking happen in this? I, mug, I don't like it. I mug to the camera. Do you really? Yeah, I just find I just pick where the camera is and I look at it and I make a face and I look back and I go back to whatever I'm doing. <laughs> see, I never read that as a camera mug, but now that's all I see. I just thought it was just him just looking off. He's definitely looking at us. You, you never see no, super. You never see Super Patriot being funny, and he's being funny here. And I I like funny Super Patriot. Oh wait a minute! He's not looking at the camera, dude. He's looking at God. <laughs> There it is. It even said, the dialogue gives it away. Well, that's thank true. He does say God. thank you, God. Thank yeah, you so much. Are we God? Is well, that? <laughs> it's Eric's God. <laughs> there you go. No, he's looking behind the reader where God is watching. <laughs> it's like those pictures where Jesus is behind the president. Is that, is that what it is? He's got his hand on my shoulder and he's reading Freak Force. <laughs> right. Jesus is like, God damn, Vic Bridges. What's going I, on? I, I got to compliment Vic for the Super Patriot face because you can tell he's smiling even though he's got a covered face and goggles. You can tell he's like he's like squinting and smiling. <laughs> I don't think he's smiling. I mean, yeah, I think he's I pretty pissed. Maybe he just seems so just frustrated. Yeah. I don't know. I think he looks happy. <laughs> I don't see it. Like Barbaric. I mean, I mean, look, look at what he's saying. He's saying, thank you, God. Thank you so much. Because Barbaric's going off to commit suicide. And then he sarcastically responds to, 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 to Rapture saying, no, really? I think he's just getting pissed off at all this Freak Force stuff. And he's, he's just losing his mind and he's losing his patience with everybody. Yeah. I think he's just like, cool. But it is. Yeah, no, he, he, he's definitely out of, not out of character, but he's usually more collected to this. But he, he, he's gone on rants before, so he's just, he's got a bad temper. He does. Hey, uh, Mark, how do you feel about this uh, awesome shot right at Mighty Man's nostrils? <laughs> In the uh, I Got a Broken Leg panel? I don't. That's <laughs> a hard shot to pull off, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a weird angle to draw. Yeah, I mean, so. I know, I think I've seen you say you hate it before, so I was just giving you the bait. Yeah. 
It never I, looks. It's it. If it doesn't look right, it looks way wrong. Is the problem. Plus, talk it's, about coloring mistakes. I mean, in one fucking panel, like Rapture's holding the blood ball, but in the next uh, panel, it's it's an egg. It's an egg. <sighs> it just bugs me. I just need a remaster, bros. I need a remaster. Hey, feel- you know, uh, surprise Max crossover. What the fuck? Why was yeah, this like, advertised on the cover? Yeah. Like, if you've got the Max in your book, advertise that, right? Like, uh, like this is before Max shows up in Savage Dragon, too. Yeah, oh. this is, I think, so when they meet in 28, they kind of know each other a little bit. That's right. He does know who Sarah is. That explains yeah. it. What the fuck? Yeah. Why am I only finding out about this now? Because it's not Cause on the we cover. we never read these. We never read these, dude. You've never read these, so you've never seen the graffiti on the wall that just says "Cheese Whiz." My favorite is Amy Mann. This is more more Amy Mann representation. It Chad and Lynn, whoever they are. You know what's interesting? Breeders, because that's slang that'll get used later for people who want to have kids. I'm sure that's the band, the Breeders. Are you sure? Uh, maybe. I mean, you got Amy Mann, you got Kiss. Yeah, you're probably right. Nine Inch Nails. Voices Carry, that's a Amy Mann song. <laughs> so, big Amy Mann fan. I'm a, a fan of uh, vandalism and Amy Mann. Right. Pumpkinhead? <laughs> like the, the, the movie yeah, horror pumpkin, villain? But it's Pumpkinhead, though, so it's not even spelled right, so I don't know what that is. Oh, what's a wood god? That's a. I think that's a... Marvel reference. I think Wood God's a Marvel character. You can see in the trash that Max is digging through, there's a book that says IHOC. That's the International House of Color. Wow. Very self-depreciating. Since that's all color, they would have put that there. Right? Yeah, no, that's, they did the separations on this one. Yeah. That's funny. Now, is this, are these cops or guys on stilts? What The, the, the bludgeon <laughs> is fighting. They're armored security cops. They don't seem to be holding guns. They have like cannon arms. Yeah. Right? That's what, here's the thing is so, okay. This is the first time I've ever read this. When I very first see it, my mind does not read police or law enforcement. Right. They look like stilt men with gun arms. And then I only realized by the fact that they're like, where the hell is dragon? And they're shooting blood. And I'm like, oh fuck. That's the, those are the cops. I mean, the whole idea of Chicago is that the police are outmatched, so maybe this is just their SWAT gear when the super freaks show up. But still, still team. <laughs> yeah. still For the team love of six. God, man, put your stilts on! The special team of individual <laughs> legs too long. <laughs> that... <laughs> the next page they don't really look like cops they look like gi joe guys or something it's like yeah. cobra commander is God impaled cobra commander dead r.i.p yeah yeah I, I i fucking didn't know what the fuck was going on i was like who the, who's bludgeon beating up like who are these guys yeah so uh gotta say 
I don't think that Barbaric really could bring it like this. And to be fair, he gets his ass kicked. But, like, it's it's kind of funny that he's like, oh, and he's getting some good licks in at all, you know? He's so pissed off that he broke his costume. I mean, just I'm saying, considering that, like, fucking bludgeon bitch slap Mighty Man and put him in a coma. Yeah. I mean, Barbaric has the element of surprise, and that's about all he's got. He just knocked him off balance, man. Yeah. This so Max, is, this, is, is this the crying Horridus you were talking about, or thought you were talking about? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I hate I hate this Horridus. This is one of the most cursed Horiduses ever. It's fucking round, no horns at all. I don't know. I don't want to just spend the whole time bashing Bix art, but he's giving me a lot to do here. That same page there with Max in the corner, like Bludgeon, I guess is on the ground shoving Barbaric's head through the ground. Also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just looks so weird. Like he's on his belly. <laughs> you know, here's the thing is like so follow the action so barbaric's yeah. tackling him to the ground one can assume they're both yeah, on, he's the already ground. on the ground at the, at the top of the page yeah they're oh he's already okay yeah and then he tackles him and then he just on his belly i mean just how bad are you getting beat that a guy that's on his belly can just slam your head into the pavement that's why bludgeon's so tough he doesn't even have to get up on his feet now listen though, I will give Vic his uh, due. I love as as much as I hate that Hordus in the foreground. I love that Max. His the, Max is pretty goofy. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. Like the one right behind her. It's just so weird. His take on the Max is so weird. I love it. Perspective is weird as hell too. Yeah. Yes, on those dude. Buildings. It it is kind of fun to start getting all these other heroes in. Uh, Max, Deadly Duo. Vanguard. Yeah, I will say what I do like that Vic does is when he does kill cat, he's always in like these kind of cat positions. Mm-hmm. Like he's always slinking around. Hey, question. Craig didn't know what it was last time. None of us knew. But do you know why Vanguard was in such weird attire in some of the previous issues? I don't remember why that would have... I don't know if maybe... They were just trying to give him a new look. Like I, we, I, I, I don't know. We couldn't connect it to anything. Like, we couldn't connect it to an ongoing book. We couldn't connect it to, like, a story or a reason. Well, I know he shows up in Brigade. Mm-hmm. He's on a team on, on Brigade with some of the uh, other image guys. But I think he wears his normal costume in that. Hmm. So I don't think it was from that. But it does look like he has the same emblem on the bottom of his shoe. Right, yeah. It's a nice little touch. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I don't remember if it was ever explained why he looked like that. Sorry. No, it's good. I I appreciate Killcat, you know, being in a somewhat like Batman-esque pose. And Jim, I agree, it was a great call like both like from you know super patriot and just to make this story more exciting just to rope in all these guest characters uh, yeah it instantly made this issue better like you've just got this unstoppable force and like you know fucking although it is hilarious to think that super patriot was so desperate that he got right. goddamn kill cat kill cat <laughs> kid avenger <laughs> you Brute are forces out there somewhere get them <laughs> How about this poster? 
I ripped mine out. I don't have it. Which one is it? Um, it's Wild Star versus Ricochet, Barbaric, and uh, Rapture, and it's drawn by uh, Chris Marianne. Marinan. Marinan and Al Gordon. Oh, he's the guy that did the Destroyer Duck crossover. Oh. Dude, it's pretty great. I really like this poster. Like, yeah, it it looks really fucking good. Um, I think the poses are great. The compositions are great. It's just bathing in, like, silhouettes and, like, shadows. I think it's just fucking fantastic. Like, this is a excellent excellent fucking poster Let's see if i can find it on my... yeah so, um this fight yeah. goes on and it you know it goes the way you expect because bludgeon is really really strong guys yeah. he's really strong look how strong this guy is yeah. uh apparently he just flexes and everyone gets knocked out <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, I will say this. It ends the only way it can. Yeah. Uh, because who's could possibly be stronger than this? Our, our man. The boy. The boy himself, Joey Finkelberry, does, doing what he does best. I gotta say, I, don't, I do not like the finger flick decapitating him. I, I know what they're going for, but it's just, it's so fucking dumb. It's the original One Punch Man. I, I, I throw a punch then, you know I, what I'm I kind of love it. I kind of love it. They did the same thing in, I think it was Dragon Blood and Guts, where Dragon, I think, flicked somebody, or maybe it was in Red Horizon, and sent some guy flying across the room. It's like, he's strong, but he's not that strong. And, and I know Joey is super overpowered, I don't know. Just uh, it's just quick. okay. So based on the the Joey I know from the Savage World, this makes sense. But this Joey had some remorse at the end of his last story. So you'd think decapitating a guy even by accident would fuck him up. But he seems pretty cool with it. Oh, it's no accident. When someone leans in and you go to flick them with your superpowers, you mean what you do. You got to be really confident if you're going to give someone a flick. It's, you know what's funny is that so I remember our criticism of the last episode we said how is it that they decided to follow Joey Finkelberry up with yet another just unbeatable guy yeah and and then for Joey to be the resolution to that problem right just introduced and it's fucking wild like it's wild to me that that was the choice that they made where it was just like hey we had a cool story where a guy, like a kid, was just fucking unbeatable. Let's do a story where another guy's just unfucking beatable. Well, who can beat him? How about that kid? That was unbeatable. Well, do you think maybe they worked in reverse? Or like, who's going to stop this guy? You know, we'll introduce someone a couple issues ahead of time to be super powerful. Maybe. Um, I think. I, I don't know how much they were planning ahead when they were writing this. To be honest, I don't. Well, here's what's so sad. So, we're, again, this is how we do it on these retros. We jump all the fucking way over. Eric announces that uh, this book is ending in the beginning of the letters column. So, as of the publishing of this, he knew that this was dying a sales death. Right. So, it's just kind of crazy 
because to me, like, here's the thing is what I'm, I guess I'm driving at is it's like, okay, if you want to eventually build towards Joey, I don't know, something crazy, like he joins freak force and then they've got a heavy hitter, like from hell, like a, like a God tier heavy hitter. Then you can really throw freak force into some crazy fucking scenarios. Cause they've got like a fucking, you know, one punch man on their fucking team. But like, instead, you know, this series is dying. So it's kind of like, hmm. I, I'm just really curious. How do we wrap this up quickly? Yeah, we could bring yeah. in Joey. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Definitely got some plot threads getting wrapped up in these two issues. Fast as a motherfucker, right? Uh, yeah, so uh, which so should... you guys, just quick question. Were, were you satisfied by that? Like, Jim is a first-time reader. And uh, if you, can, if you uh, can remember, Mark, how you felt about it. I, I kind I have of... no memory of how I originally thought when I read this. Uh, I'd like to hear your first impressions there, Jim. I, I, I thought it was a decent resolution uh, since they set up this guy to be so strong. It's literally the only other character that could do this. Unless you, like... Of course, Zeke hasn't even been introduced yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, usually with an unbeatable guy like this, you come up with some, like, elaborate scheme to, like, trick him into, like, saying his name backwards or something. Right. <laughs> but... In this case, I mean, there isn't really a lot of options other than to just find somebody stronger. And to be fair, we were introduced to somebody stronger, so it's not like he's a deus ex machina. Follow up. It's also nice, is because you introduced the Joey Finkelberry, and then instead of it just being a one and done, you know, they, they brought him back to do something. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I actually do like that, that Joey gets used. Yeah. I just do kind of hate that Joey got used against another unbeatable guy. But it's also like when you got Joey Finkelberry, who is fine with helping out once in a while, it's like, why don't they just use him all the fucking time? Right. Well, he's in jail, you but know? yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah I but guess they could get him out of jail. I guess that's why the, you only got two issues to go. <laughs> right. It's just like, fuck it. So right. fo- follow-up question. What do you guys think the Max is going to do with Bludgeon's head? He's going to fuck it. <laughs> I mean, right. Are you that... kidding me? He's going to fuck that head. <laughs> of course. <laughs> He's taking it back in the shadows where no one can see. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the outback. He's going to imagine Rapture in her grandma dress. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, listen, you break your leg, you take off the swimsuit. That's how it works. <laughs> She's not a working girl with a broke leg. Um, and then we get to, uh, Chelsea and fucking Jack death here. And I gotta say, Jerry, the inhabitor. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I, I saw a trancer movie. Good. You liked it, right? Oh, trancer is a really good movie. Fucking hell. I, I told you, right? Got eight more to watch now. Right? Uh, I think, <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'm good on that score. But, the, but the thing is, is that like, uh, so is that not the best Chelsea Nirvana drawing of all time? The, the best as in the last one? The yeah. best so far? Yes. The, the one where it's like, it's a t- it's about time. Like that one. Her hair's her hair bun is just too tight. <laughs> yes, dude. And her, her yeah, double think... S split curl is a is a choice. I think it makes her look recognizable, the S curl, the double S curl. If I you... guess it's a singular S curl, but um... If you can look bald at certain angles, your hair's about too to get tight. balder too, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So shout what, out. What about all these uh, pictures on her wall just of Freak Force? Uh, I think those oh. are. Oh, are they pictures? Oh, they are pictures. Wow, she's creepy. Yeah, they're framed. They're framed oh. photos. They're not. A, they're not a television screen like I initially yeah, thought. Because you can see the TV that she turns off. That's yeah. what TVs looked like. They, back they don't own HD TVs in 1994. Oh, those are framed pictures. Oh goddamn, that's weird. Well, she's a weirdo. Yeah, I guess I'm okay with it in the she's a weirdo thing. But I will say that I did think that they were TV screens just in black and white. Yeah. Until you say, look at the panel where she's clicking the TV off, and that's clearly a frame. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes, that's a weird choice. Because the, the camera's moving around the room, so that's one is beside the couch, the other one's behind it. Wow. But I could see where that would, it would look like a, just a monitor or something, but yeah, those are picture frames. I've decided that those are not bedroom eyes. Those are uh, grave eyes. <laughs> like, like, come, I want you to come and get in your grave, Freak Force. Come uh, hither. R- really quick on the ads front while we wrap this up. Uh, the, the, uh-huh. the star ad using the Wildstar logo. And then having the post-it note saying uh, uh, to to get his own, pretty funny. Is that on the pinup? It's on the pinup, right? You wouldn't be able to see that one, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, I took all my pinups out. There was something in the letters column in this one where um, Eric mentions that another publisher made it hard for him to trademark the name Freak Force. Yeah, I didn't understand what that was meaning. Do you know? No, I don't, but it's weird. He says they might come back under a different name. But then they came back as Freak Force, so I don't know what other publisher had a Freak Force or if that just didn't go anywhere and then he ended, he did end up trademarking or if he just put it out without... I don't know. Try to think who would have had something similar at the time. I know Fantastic Force probably happened around now. Wouldn't have been like Force Works, would it? Force well, there's works. So many force there's works, so many though. forces. Is the thing. It's I like think somebody just did a podcast about that, didn't they? I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and they also mentioned in the letters that Freak Force might come back with new members, and it, it does. Yeah, I know stars on that cover. Uh, oh, look, Maybe guys! That's what. Yeah. Spawn Blood Feud by Alan Moore. <laughs> I mean, you know, Todd paid the price dearly for his desperation to work with guys that would give him clout. Why? What did, he lo- what, what, did he, what did he lose in this deal? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying I saw, I was walking the shop and looked on the wall and there was Angela on a Marvel book and I was just like, oh, Todd. Yeah, she's, uh, I think she's Thor's brother. She's a Marvel character now? She is. You know, <laughs> yeah, I think you know, Neil Gaiman sold it to her, to her, to to him. Is this re- recently? Uh ten years now. She was, oh, she was, right. she was showing up Marvel when comics. Brian Michael Bendis was doing Guardians of the Galaxy ten years ago, if not longer oh, now. Jesus. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's all wrapped up in that whole Miracle Man uh, deal. Okay, so I knew Miracle Man was at over at Marvel. I didn't know Angela went with her. Yeah, because because Gaiman got the rights back, and he didn't. I guess he didn't care about her, and just sold her to Marvel to stick it to Todd. Sell her back to Todd for twice the price, I guess. (laughs) 
I will say that I do like the letter column art. Uh, I think it's fantastic. You don't see a lot of this these days where like the uh, character is like trimmed out and the like the words come around them. I think that's cool. Yeah, there's a couple of those in here, isn't there? Or is it? Yeah, Mighty Man yeah. as well. Yeah, Mighty Man, and then the you know initial one of uh, Vanguard. Vanguard. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's a thing I would. I know, you know, trying to like heap more work on Eric, but it's like, yeah, I like it. I just like the way it looks. So we keep these shows tight and tidy. We're going to just keep on rolling right into the next issue. Freak Force 16, baby. And this cover, it's a callback, but I got to laugh because it's not like this issue would have happened so long ago, right? Where Dragon quits, where Dragon's like the silhouette, where Rapture is, and Freak Force is quitting the Force. Well, that would have been number six. Uh, yeah. Dragon Six, yep. So like nostalgia, but to something that only happened like you know two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I do like it, and and there aren't there aren't any like remember when we when we saw that cover and we kept finding all the goofy shit going on on it. Yeah. Like 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 Mighty Man's head being hidden and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he was a silhouette. Was Super Patriot even on there? Because I don't think he was on. No, he wasn't. Uh, it was them leaving the police force, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Oh. Yeah. The only difference here is uh, Rapture is where Dragon was, and uh, uh, Super Patriot is where Rapture was. Okay. Yeah. Look at how goddamn hateful Hordus is. It's what a fucking sour. <laughs> what a sour Hordus. I've never seen her more pissed off. She looks like somebody asked her to take the vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) Get it out of here. I don't want the clot shot. Are we allowed to talk about the plandemic on this podcast and how it was all a (laughs) trap from... Well, it is is pertinent to Hordus' death. (laughs) It's what happens when you watch too much television. You know, second uh, second yeah. hardest person who's taking it second hardest rapture. I mean, not rapture, ricochet. I do like those shoulder things, like those little shoulder fins that Vic gave him. I don't yeah. think that's part of her normal costume, but it looks no. pretty cool actually. No, she's usually got the big shoulder pads, but not like three of them. Yeah. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, it's. it's I'd, I'll take good. that over front facing hardest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can't. You know what? Can't stay away from that front face. And Horde just loves it. So, if you're a Trancers fan, and if you're listening to the Savage Fancast Retro, I have to assume you are. You just get to see uh, what is his name, the Inhabitor, Jerry, the Inhabitor. Mm-hmm. But like, tell you, I mean, Jim. Now that you've seen Trancers, I mean, he's Jack Death, right? I mean, he's got the same jacket. It's not got the as, same not as, not fucking as head. <laughs> his head looks the same. It's a bit to it, yeah. Uh, what do you what do you think of Johnny Redbeard here? It's interesting to see Johnny here. I don't know if we've seen him yet in Savage Dragon. In such a short robe, too. Yeah. No, he hasn't shown up in Dragon yet. I think his first appearance in Dragon was twenty four. Yeah, we're not there yet. So this would be stuff. Yeah, this yeah. would be his first And by then it was uh I think Chelsea was Redbeard, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So the original one I don't think has ever been in Except for flashbacks. Yeah, but uh, I gotta say, 
very weird design <laughs> like you know with the with the like the robe the suave robe over his superpower over his super suit. costume yeah uh, this whole sequence is a little odd i didn't realize <laughs> that johnny didn't have like control of his powers cuz like like the inhabitor there forces him to transfer his abilities to Chelsea. but That's like i weird. guess i guess he like doesn't have control of it um well, the inhabitor gets the ability you learn later in this issue to control even living matter. Uh, okay, yeah. And so, because right. initially he could only, in, you know, control inanimate objects, but the big revelation is that he has gained the ability to control living matter. He uses it to heal Ricochet later. Ricochet. I I assumed that he was just making his shirt move. Yeah. <laughs> Because on the next page, he crushes him to death with his own clothes. Yeah. But I'm more curious about how... Because, yeah, Redbeard can't control what powers he gives people. But somehow they tell him to give Chelsea Redbeard's powers, and then he does somehow. It is odd. I don't understand that how that... The power of persuasion, I guess, right? Because it it does... You know, she gets a completely new look, which which tracks with what Redbeard does, because you always get a new look... On top of everything yeah. else. Right. But you're right. He usually doesn't have the ability to control, like, what powers you get. So it is it is odd. Yeah, it's weird It's weird to tell a power-giving guy, hey, guess what? You're going to give your power-giving power to someone. Or do you think it's like when he's touching people, it's the first thing that he thinks about? I, you know, it's so just not like, explained. don't think about an elephant. It's like, well, now I'm thinking about an elephant. Oh, this guy's got <laughs> elephant powers. Right. <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah, Johnny is apparently obsessed with pictures of angels, too. A lot of, a lot of angels hanging on the walls there. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, is Chelsea better off or worse off for her transformation? Her tits are bigger. <laughs> I mean, that's a win, but... At what cost? Her that outfits. I... Go ahead. I was going to say that outfit's pretty, pretty wild, with the <laughs> straps. Straps instead of a t-shirt. But she clearly got Johnny Redbeard's receding hairline as well. Yeah, yeah. what a tr- bit of a trade-off there. But look at this this page where she becomes. Um, yeah, she's got the powers. That far left bottom panel there of her face close up that doesn't look like anything i've seen vic draw before are you talking to the panel wonderful yeah right underneath that yeah where it's got all the sound effects and she's like turning away horrified right yeah i gotta say the inker is probably carrying doing the heavy lifting there yeah that's probably what it is it's a good looking panel yeah it is actually with the shadow covering the mouth mm-hmm. yeah it's funny. It's funny to do, to do the censorship choice of making Johnny's mangled body be a silhouette, right? But then showing all the blood. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I sound like I'm being like mocking, but like I fucking love it. I love that weird choice. It might have just been easier to draw because there's a lot of silhouettes on this page. Maybe he was on a crunch. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when in doubt, black it out. See one of those uh, weird uh, coloring overlay errors on the silhouetted corpse, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, by his face, where his face would be? Yeah. 
<laughs> still, still figuring that one out. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about Mighty Man's be- uh, bed? Sh- oh goddamn! There's the doctor again. There he is. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have time to change clothes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's weird seeing Mighty Man without a shirt. I know, and the sheet is down to his like navel. It's tight too. He's a, <laughs> he's in a hospital bed, but let's not cover up his chest. <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> Mighty Man loses his shirt a lot in this series, far more than he ever did in Savage Dragon. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's ever lost it in Dragon. Nothing comes to mind in it, but yeah, the only times he ever lost a shirt, in Dragon, is that one time, like uh, when uh, Dragon goes to the wrong universe and he blows up and becomes a burning, smoldering corpse. Okay, yeah. I guess he wasn't wearing a shirt then. Yeah, I guess the shirt kind of went with it, huh? Looks like he lost his mullet too. Yeah, it withered away. <laughs> no, blood, bludgeon punched off his mullet. No, if you look right out the back of his neck. If you look, guys, the mullet's in the top panel. Very small, though. It's it's shrinking. <laughs> Mid-page. It's part, it's part of his healing process. <laughs> now, how do you guys understand the concept of his powers working against him? Who? I don't... I don't like Super Patriot. Oh, oh, it's because he's got internal damage and he's invulnerable. Oh, so got it, you got it, got So it. doctors can't cut him open with tools to fix him. Got it. So it's working against him in that in that sense. Okay, I just he could yeah, have I didn't he understand. could be internally bleeding and they couldn't do anything about it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, took me a minute. Now I gotta another... I gotta I got wonder though if he turned back into Ann Stevens and then turned back if he'd be fixed instantly. I'm not sure if that's how that works. You think that it just resets the Mighty Man body? Maybe, probably not because as I recall, sometimes Mighty Man can be killed. Uh... You know, uh, a good-looking panel talking about things that don't look like Vic drew them is that uh, panel where Super Patriot's face is covered in, like, silhouette. Yeah. Shadow, and he's like, don't start. We're not doing any good here. Just getting in the way. It's a good-looking panel. Very un-Vic-like. The barbaric one right next to it, also (laughs) somewhat. But again, it's because of all these deep shadows, I would say. Because usually everything's kind of evenly colored. And so yeah. it gives everything kind of a samey look. There seems to be more stuff going on with shadows with this anchor in general. Yeah. Sure. Maybe it's just to uh, make him look more sad. Yeah. Put everything in shadow. But I wanted to point out, I forgot, on the previous page, when Jerry says, uh, or when Chelsea's like, if you keep this up, I just might fall for you in a big way. And he says, yeah, tell me more. And then the next page, the doctor says, nothing more to tell. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't like it. Like it. <laughs> I like that transition. <laughs> I, I thought it was cute. Uh, uh, skip ahead. Where we at? Yeah, they're hacking Redbeard's uh, computers, and then we get a little merry marching Marvel Society joke. Yeah, I thought that's what that was. Yep. Which they, uh, it's because Johnny Redbeard's a big John Byrne joke, right? I suppose so. I feel like. It could have been cute without Jerry following it up with, yeah, <laughs> home sweet home. Believer. Enough said, true believer. It's like, oh, we got it. We got it. We got it, Jerry. You have a different version. Mine says this is a direct reference to Marvel Comics. 
<laughs> Are you joking? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How do you like this computer they're on? It's all green, except for the red arrow. Well, that is definitely what computers looked like circa 19-whatever. The folder that says file access. Yep. Oh, Lord. Look, Windows 3.1 was rough. Hey, remember Freak Freak Factor? Yeah, I forgot about Freak Factor. I I think the writers might have as well. I think we're getting a a rather quick resolution to the Freak Factor mystery. Hold on, dude. I'm just not going to let you breeze past the Chelsea Nirvana face. Where she's like, it's a long ride back to the house. That's a that's a face. I agree. That is an award-winning face. I think it looks great. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. If her hairline wasn't so high, it would actually be a really good face. I do think that that is foreshadowing for her becoming Johnny Redbeard, though. Yeah, I think it's just getting because she's got that widow's peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I do say I kind of like her. Like you don't really get a, like a clear look at like her overall design here. Except for mm-hmm. in that in the panel to the left of the close-up right. face, you get the you get the wide shot there. Right. It's not a bad outfit. Do you so? Question: Do you guys think this freak factor subplot is like a reference to the other title that was keeping him from like a Man. little meta humor? Wait a minute. Maybe could be. Maybe. But we'd have to actually well, I don't ask know somebody. What the other title was so. Yeah, it probably wasn't like it wasn't like X Factor or something along those lines. I think. Yeah, I think it's just as like a generic X Men, X Factor, X Force. It's probably just a just a gag on that. But I like their logo. <laughs> I like their logo. I cannot stand that the fully spelled out thing has lowercase letters in it. Oh yeah, that's just bad typeface. It makes me furious. Speaking about typeface, I like that barbaric expression. You! Oh my god, you! It's good. Uh, I gotta ask a question, though. If he's facing the door and gets ganked, why is his feet facing up when he gets pulled through the door? That's bad sequential art. I guess he tried to turn around and run away. Tried to, tried to run away, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just bad sequential art, I think. Although that is the worst Hortus face yet. <laughs> Beneath the one her that just looks I, her like... Her eyes will escape her head one of these days. Listen, okay, this is a deep cut, but I i mean, not really a deep cut. It's very popular. But I'm just saying a lot of Savage Dragon fans might not necessarily get this. But if you fucking, like, uh, know the manga Berserk... Yeah. Like her fucking head looks like that, like Stone of Agony or oh, whatever. Oh God, you're right. Just got to move one of the eyes to her forehead, and you're there. Right, it's the same fucking thing, dude. It's just so funny. Oh, Vic, the horrible things you did to Horridus. I'm flipping back, and I'm noticing Johnny Redbeard. When we see him, he's in his robe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then after he dies, he seems to be wearing. Like his shirt again when he's on the floor as a corpse in the background. He's got his gloves on and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because his clothes his clothes strangled him. But also, too, I don't know. It's it's a strange choice. It's so weird. 
So who's he got? He's got Dart and Phyllis. Uh, Phyllis Dieter. Yep. Yep. In her uh, kinky sex dungeon. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess I guess I guess it's the inhabitor sexy kink dungeon. If you're fighting the inhabitor, the floor is literally made of lava. This outfit. Okay, so here's something I didn't figure out until literally just now. Mm-hmm. We, we've seen this outfit on Chelsea before in a, in a backup a while back, a long time back, actually. And at the time, I thought the outfit was kind of strange, like it was a weird choice. I mean, what's up with this outfit? Only now do I realize it's literally the same outfit Johnny Redbeard wears. Yeah. Which you wouldn't really realize if this was the first appearance of Johnny Redbeard because we wouldn't see him in that outfit in Savage Dragon for like 10 more issues. Or more. Was this the first time he showed up in Freak Force? I think so. Fully, like fully uh, appearance. Yes. Yeah, I thought for sure he showed up before this. Oh, you're. Oh, up. he was in issue eleven. You're right. I don't know if it was a full appearance though, but it's been a bit since we looked at it. Yeah, he his first appearance was in it was in Freak Force eleven. Is that when he gave Bludgeon his powers? Right. Let me let me let me let me look that up. Real-time fact-check. I don't remember. So while you're fact-checking that, I, I have to ask Mark, what do you think of Dr. Nirvana's big book of secret phone numbers? I think it's great that Doubleheader uses a P.O. box. <laughs> yeah, great, dude. Listen, unironically fun. Unironically just a fun thing to think of just these fucking assholes just having, like, mailing addresses Oh, hot shot! Yeah, yeah. got to call Redbeard. Redbeard was in eleven, but he wasn't given bludgeonous powers. He was given somebody powers, and they just turned to molten goo. You're right, and he, he is fully revealed in his standard costume in this page. Yeah. So we have seen this costume before. Okay, with its scoop I'm neck of V. When Chelsea made the second bludgeon. It's my mistake. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Do you like just the random fruit on the counter? Everyone just needs random fruit. It's, it's, what is that, an orange? Some yeah. bananas? Some grapes? Yeah. Not even like on a plate or in a bowl? Yeah, just loose. Just fucking loose on the counter. Like a madman. <laughs> Hellspont, he was the guy from Wildcats, right? Wasn't he the, ba- the bad guy in Wildcats? He was, yes. Johnny Redbeard's got his phone number. <laughs> well, that's Dr. Nirvana. Or that's what I meant, yeah. Nirvana's got this phone number. It's hard to imagine. For for those who don't remember, Hellspont kind of had like a skull with wolverine wings and it was on fire. It's... Yeah, imagine him answering a phone. <laughs> right, exactly. Hello, this is Hellspont. Hmm. Dr. Nirvana? God damn it, I told you never to call me here. Keep getting all these phone calls from someone named Hellspawn. <laughs> I belong to DC now. Please. Quit calling me. Yeah, yeah like R- Ricochet waking up and she's super excited to see Jerry. Um, This is good for me as someone who never quite fully got the Savage World um, scene where they're breaking out of Australia. Yeah, that probably made no sense to you guys. It right? made no fucking sense to me, right? And then this helps me understand that that guy from that big jail scene where they break out of the fucking arena, Brainy Apes Arena in Australia. Right. 
was this fucking guy. And he like, was just a big dirt mound in that though, right? Yeah, you never he was never a dude. He certainly wasn't Jack Death in a trench coat. <laughs> but like fucking Yeah, dude, this actually blew my mind because I was like, "Oh shit. This was the missing link to make that make more sense." What about you, Jim? Are you connecting these dots finally? I'll be honest. It's been a while since I read those Australia-based issues, so I've actually uh-huh. completely forgotten about the inhabitors' appearances there. It's just uh, a big dirt man. It's just a yeah, big dirt. The one issue. Weird, but yeah. So I guess here he's was partners with Ricochet and Barbaric briefly, and then he got hurt and left behind, and he wants revenge, but she's just glad to see he's alive. Well, it was the same. The funny thing is, it's the same thing in the Savage World, is that he felt betrayed by Barbaric and Ricochet. Yeah. And he's like, you guys fucking betrayed me. It's the exact same thing. It's just funny. So, it's funny that, like, he could have been cool with them. Like, clearly she, like, there was no ill will, right? Right. It, like, he could have just been a cool guy and be like, hey, Barbaric's dead. You want to hook up? <laughs> Oh, man. I'm so sorry. Raven, does your copy have a, a poster? Uh, I don't have my physical copy right now. Okay. And so I don't have a poster. I don't have a poster either. Yeah, we're fine. And, and, we, and we know Mark does. Uh, doesn't, so. I, yeah, I ripped mine all out. Hey, look, guys. When I was younger, I ripped all my posters out because I was like, these are slowing me down when I want to do rereads. <laughs> so I just took them all out. There's a pile of dragon pinups in my basement just in a box i never hung them up <laughs> check it out guys his aunt yeah kind of can't believe aunt's here yeah he does his basically the same costume i hate most of these guys except they for the suck. the one who feels ridiculous to. the one who feels ridiculous is kind of awesome flaptrap is that his name? Yeah. Well, that's that's Bug is the one that's upside down. Which is, he's different from Bug Man. Or Insect. And Bug Eye. And Bug Guy. And Glow Bug. And Lightning Bug. And Bug Bug. Uh, there's Bag Man. He's just a bag. Did somebody turn into a burning pile of shit? Yeah. That's Quill. He's like a, he's got porcupine quills. No, I mean on the floor by Chelsea's feet. Yeah, so, sometimes oh. the power transfer doesn't work. It oh, go bad. Yeah, that's Lloyd. He says it's a shame about Lloyd. I guess that's Lloyd on the ground. Didn't work for him. These oh. are the henchmen. Okay. Oh, so duh. No shit. She called the henchmen and gave them powers. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And that's Tech looking very comfortable <laughs> with his legs crossed. Yeah. He's I'm relaxed. That's a dude. I feel ridiculous. I mean, I gotta say, it's Mushmouth from Fat Albert, right? That's uh, such a weird design, considering like all the other things that we've seen Vic design in this book, right? <laughs> Unless that was like a Keith Giffen scribble. You know who looks like a Vic design? The guy who's just like a plastic bag. A bag man. Yeah, he. That looks like something Vic would design. I think Bagman's cool, but he's he's got to be like easy to stop, right? You just rip a bag. <laughs> Keep right. keeps your vegetables fresh. Yeah, 
He can, he's just really good at smothering babies. <laughs> That's his only power. More pictures. She's got so many pictures of Freak Force on the walls. She's obsessed. Tons of them. Can you imagine? Listen, I mean, imagine you're the henchman. Yep. You, you fucking go into this bitch's house. She's got pictures of Freak Force and sepia tone hanging up everywhere. What are you thinking? I mean, you're a henchman. You're in. You're you're on a speed. You're on henchman on speed dial. Your job is to <sighs> go into these weirdos' houses and be their muscle. You don't ask many questions. <sighs> like it's not even like a pic, like a dartboard with their picture on it. It's just it's nice pictures of them and they're framed <laughs> so they're they got mats on them. Right. That's she expensive. Taking these to like Michaels or something to get them <laughs> framed. Can you imagine you're the Michaels employee? Hi, Miss Nirvana. Another picture of Freak Force, huh? Big fan. I'm I'm the receptionist, so this is for the office. Okay, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, and then we get to see uh, fucking uh, Super Patriot using more eye powers, which, again, I totally appreciate. I think it's awesome. It looks cool. Yeah. Do more of that. Yeah. Yep. He's he's done. He he quits. He's out. Yeah. When the going get tough, the tough get going. So you're, he's a realist. <laughs> it is unfortunate. He uh he does seem to kind of quit out of I don't know, it just seems I don't know, it seems in character, but at the same time it kinda of makes you kinda of think he's kind of a dope. <laughs> dope? Dopiness is what this gave you? Cause like People are missing. Like, it's not like <laughs> the team's, like, disbanded. It's like, I don't know. You'd think, you'd think you'd be more curious about what's going on. It's not heroic, and I think yeah. it doesn't really match Johnny's character is all. I kind of feel like Super Do Patriot. they know that Dart was taken, or do they just think they, he left? Well, they think Dart just left, because she, okay. she left, and then she was abducted, so they assume she just went back to Detroit. That's right. That was right I after think. she quit. Um, and of course, Mighty Man's in a coma, so he's he. Uh, Anne's not around to worry about Phyllis being missing. And they think they think that Barbaric just left to join the Freak Factor, right? And yeah. Ricochet's gone. I guess they just assume she went with, with him. Barbaric. Yeah. So they're not like actively looking for anyone. Plus, they've been misled by Hordus. Because it says right there, Hordus told them that Barbaric joined Freak Factor. Right. So, so as far as he's concerned, like everyone already quit. There's like there's no team left. It's like him and Rapture and a comatose Mighty Man. Yeah. That's a team, right? Like and you just show up, dumbass. You just show up to a bank robbery and you're pushing Mighty Man in his bed. <laughs> guys, this guy's and still Rapture with a broken leg. <laughs> right. awesome. This guy's still pretty invulnerable. <laughs> There's a lot I can I can I can dis, disbel I can suspend my disbelief about in mm-hmm. comic books with the green guy with the fin and all that, but Freak Force disbanding is front page news. I don't know. That seems like a step too far. <laughs> I think yeah, that does seem like too big of a story, or not big of a, enough of a story for page one because nobody like they even said that like Freak Factor. Would always like scoop up and get the jobs that they wanted and got all the press. Right. Yeah. So Freak Force was a bunch of losers anyway. This photo 
was taken by Marv L. Comiskey. So what is that? Like, is that a joke? I don't understand. Well, Marv- I'm assuming it's Marvel something. It's Comiskey. Is that just comics in, like, Russian or something? Yeah, Marvel Comicsky. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel Comicsky? I'm just, I'm telling you, some of this humor is whack as a motherfucker. <laughs> Marvel Comics. Also, also on the front page, under the, the main story here is Play Wingo. Play it now. See, now, play, see, now, now. play Wingo being advertised on their disbandment story, that I can believe. <laughs> right. uh, this will be, be buried on page 10 or some shit. Right, nobody cares about them. <laughs> But I will say, Dragon's Finn looking pretty on model. It is. Yes. Shockingly, right? What about what Rapture's I, sweat suit? I think what happened, because this is around the time when they were starting to do the cartoon. Right. So I think Eric finally decided to nail down a consistent look for the Finn to give uh, like model sheets to the animators mm, or whatever. That makes sense. I never thought about so that. I think that's when he finally decided what the fin would look like. Because it was pretty wonky uh, up b- before this, right? That you guys were oh, yes. reading those issues. Oh, yes, dude. It was off model a lot. Yeah, I think that's what finally did it. Yeah, that Jimbo issue in particular, which wasn't that long ago at this point. It's like different segments every other page. Yeah. I think he just needed to decide they want a consistent look for the show. I may as well figure it out for the comic also. I gotta say, I do love Chelsea's reaction to the team breaking yes. up. So she's done yeah, all right. of this work yeah. to kill the team, only for the team to disband. Right. It, it's actually really funny to me. Yeah, it is. This is actually fantastic. <laughs> like, this is excellent. Yeah, when I, when I flipped this and she's like, no! I was like, oh, that's great. That's fucking fantastic. That's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. She's so pissed. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's it, right? It's Freak 416. I mean, we get a little preview comic of uh, of uh, Liberty and Justice Street, uh, Super Patriot, which we'll get to, which, as I recall, is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, another star ad. Nothing else in particular to talk about there, unless there was something in the letters I missed. I don't think I looked at the letters in this one. Did you check them out at all, Raven? No, there's nothing okay. of a note. I mean, people are shocked and hurt that Freak Force is ending. Okay. But, I mean, that's it, basically. You just got a lot of people that are pissed. You don't have an Augie letter yet, so look forward to that. But uh, Olaf writes in, but that's it. Nothing too crazy. So these uh, two issues overall, what do we think? Interesting uh, It de- definitely feels like they're wrapping it up. Yeah. It's an end is nigh kind of vibe. Yeah. I think... Well, I, I know how it ends, so I don't want to say too much. <laughs> I think... Here's what I'll say is, I think it's crazy to... You're, you're towards the end of your arc. You know the end is coming. And rather than build to, like, one big giant, like, uh, climax, you just kind of got this... The team's breaking apart, fake out. And even if you have them reunite real quick to take out Chelsea, who's clearly the book's big bad, it is kind of one of those things where it's like, mm, yeah, don't even fuck around with the, oh, we're we're breaking apart, we're at an all-time low. It's like, nah, just, you know, have them be in peril or something. You know what I mean? I guess a lot of them are in peril. Never mind. You know? I don't know. 
just it's weird it's weird vibes right like we don't really know that barbaric's in any trouble at all he got dragged into a building in a comedic fashion it's you yoink <laughs> it literally says yank was the sound effect <laughs> right <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know just uh for me i'm still feeling it i think freak force got better and better as time went by but uh I still don't think that if it was back in the day, I don't think I would have been buying it at this point. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me because I wasn't reading Dragon when this came out. Because um, I got it later. But even when I when I was starting to get real into Savage Dragon, I was like you, Raven, where I'm like, I'm just going to stick to the main book. Yeah. And then it was like, well, they, there's a lot of stuff in here that I think would make more sense if I read Freak Force. So that's yeah. why I sort of went back and picked them up. And there's some good stuff in here, but just I don't like looking at it. Yeah, it's hard um, because, again, kind of like the the stuff that happened, what is cool, Savage Dragon doesn't really have throwaway stuff. So I always thought Freak Force was throwaway, but, like, I mean, goddamn, dude, the, the Space Cops thing was important as hell to Savage World. Uh, Jerry the Inhabitor shows up in Australia like Chelsea Nirvana shows up again at one point it's just like this shit mattered and was important but yeah it's just super hard there's a lot of jank that I'm not really super used to when I like associate with Savage Dragon like I don't think of jank when I think of Savage Dragon Freak Force just has a lot of jank that's tough to and it's not all Vic like what kind of jank do you mean um janky art we covered okay. so i'll yeah. step away from that but right. like some janky writing like just some janky execution marvel the clones and yeah marvel kaminsky <laughs> having bludgeon basically be a second unbeatable guy just to have him be beaten by the first unbeatable guy is yeah. weird to me um there were just other weird things we talked about in the it's just weird choices and the funny thing is, is that you've got two master comic storytellers. I mean, goddamn Giffen and Larson. I mean, these are not bad comic writers by any fucking stretch of the imagination. But uh, just for me personally, uh, it, it kind of has moments of brilliance, but is largely jank. And so it's weird. It's weird to me that here's this, here's this like team that is full of talent, but it's just it kind of didn't gel in a way that you would have hoped. Right. For me, anyway. I feel roughly the same. I really wish I, I loved this book because there's 18 issues of it. I am serious as a heart attack when I say if money was no object, I think there's good meat on these bones. I think there's, like, solid concepts. I feel like if it had a bit better execution tweaked a little bit yeah like i said like video games have the concept of a remaster and i get you jim when you say i'd rather just have new freak force yes uh, sure but also too if we're dealing with okay but what do you do with this like fairly terrible first freak force it's like well you know it's not terrible not everybody thinks it's terrible terrible is the wrong word Okay, why don't you guide me to the right word, thesaurus? Because you haven't read Dart yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't. Okay, yeah. So or it gets or, worse. Or Red Horizon. 
Is Red Horizon bad too? Or or Savage Dragon versus Mars Attacks. Yeah. That was okay. Although the image Mars Attacks. Yeah, yeah, image versus Mars Attacks is a different thing. Or Mars Attacks image, rather. Yeah. Hmm. Savage Dragon one's not not great. There's there's some stinkers out there, but Dart I think is definitely the lowest of the low. So uh, compared to that, like Freak Force isn't bad. I mean, it lasted eighteen issues. Freak right, Force's problem. Freak Force's problem is that it is kind of ordinary. It's a very ordinary superhero comic. It's got right. some violence and it's got some weirdness to it, but really, the the, the like. Everyone compares the art to like John Burns, and it's got that kind of like typical superhero thing going on, which Savage Dragon shouldn't yeah. be. There's no real hook to make it yes. stand out. Yeah. 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 That's it. Oh my God, that's it, dude. You fucking nailed it. It's I, just, it's plain. Yeah. Yeah. The, the team never gels, and the team never finds a, a like enemy to like to overcome. It just feels like they they bumble from one thing to the next. It's just it it just right. lacks it lacks a through line. It lacks a a, a, a last page script flip. It desperately mm-hmm. needs. You're right. It needs that Omni Man has been evil the whole time somewhere. I mean, I guess yes. I guess they had Chelsea, that with Chelsea. Chelsea is a little bit of that. I, I'll, okay, I'll give it that. There's a little bit of that in Chelsea, but it's not enough. It's not strong enough. It does, or at least it doesn't. It slow burns too long when it should have been immediate. Right. Yeah. Um, if I was to redo everything, uh, that would be uh, sort of a more instant hook. Like yeah, maybe Chelsea should be the bad guy. Chelsea should be she should be hired as a secretary like early on, which she was revealed to be the bad guy mastermind behind like all these things that are happening. And like she should just be the villain. But she's yeah. barely done anything. Yeah. When did they reveal that she was? Because I haven't read these in a while. I know you guys recently did. did. When did they reveal that she was like the bad guy? Was it early on? It was pretty early on, and then she her, okay. she kills her father, which was pretty hardcore. Hmm. Uh, but of course, then we did the you know there was some storylines between that and here. Uh, that whole thing with the crossover with the uh, freaking cyber uh, cyber force. That yeah. Was enough big nothing burger. Yeah. See nothing that? happened. The weird ants. Remember the weird like space yeah. ants that See, came. And... That's the kind of stuff that killed this series' momentum. Yeah, space ants. Space ants had a five issue build and went nowhere. And the villains that they had were uninteresting too. You had what was it? Uh, major disaster. You had evil clones. Mm-hmm. You had um, absorbing weird. Uh, what was it? The f- absorbing like, junior. Frightful Force? Oh, the Frightful Force, yeah. <laughs> Basically the Fantastic Four ripoffs. Yeah. Like, like the, the best bits of the series were like Rapture's origin and Mighty Man revealing the, their identity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like it's origin stuff. It's backstory stuff. Yeah. Like, like I said, I really liked the opening of the Cosmic Cop stuff just because of how serious it all seemed. But then the ending just kind of fizzled out yeah they just kind of take off they're like oh, oh shit we're out of here yeah oh shit let's get out of here shit sucks let's leave <laughs> i mean we still got two more issues to go through and uh we'll, we'll see where it ends up yeah, yeah I, I i think 
It's been a while, but I, I think it, it ended on a pretty good note. Especially artistically on the last issue. I don't know if you guys know anything about that. Good and tease us. Um, well, I think there's a different inker. Ooh. On the last issue. Yeah, man. Um, Jim, we can't swear this, but we are going to make an effort. We are going to try. We've been slow burning our own damn self to a special guest. A freak force fanatic, a legend. Uh-oh. We're going to have... It's one person in the world, I who mean, that that's... could be. Yeah. We're going to have Augie on, right? That's the that's the goal. That's the plan. Have you guys reached out to him? Yeah. We hope. Well, we've made, we've made contact. We, we've, we've, we basically said we want him on the show, so... Yeah. And he, he's, and, and... he's agreed that he'll come on... Uh, and I would love to hear somebody. Here's the thing is, listen, I love to be wrong. And I love to like, here's the thing. We were talking about trancers and trancers is not amazing, but you can see the good in trancers if you have the right person excited for it. Right. Right. And the right. thing is, is I'd love to fucking just be wrong as fuck about this freak force. And I would love, cause you know, I don't want to hate this stuff. I want to fucking love it. And so I am super excited and interested to hear to have Augie hear, say what he's got to say on the Could show. Tell you why it's good. Yeah. Yes, dude. Fucking lay it out. Give me the passion. Tell you on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the funny thing is sometimes, you know, you hit something out of time and it's impossible for you to know why it's a big deal. Like I mentioned video games briefly, but like as, I, as we record this, Resident Evil 4 just got remade. And the thing is, is the original Resident Evil 4, when it came out, was a groundbreaking title that changed the entire fucking, like, world of video games. However, it's been, like, fucking 15 years. It needed refreshed. Because groundbreaking as it was at the time, modern people aren't going to think it's fucking incredible because everything's been inspired by it. It's kind of like how you can't go back and watch The Matrix and be, I mean, uh, new people can't watch the matrix and be blown away because everything after the matrix was inspired by the matrix. Right. Right. Mm. So I would love, love, love for Augie to be like, listen, you fucking uncultured swine. This is why this fucking kicks ass is because in 1995, this shit had never happened. We never had a motherfucker get killed by his own clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When that fucking, when Johnny Redbeard got killed by his own goddamn clothes, I shit myself. I'd be like, dude, you know what? I bet that was fucking mind-blowing at the time. Because that's a cool concept, right? Yeah, I guess. So, so, no, I'm open to it. I'm excited. What do you say we end this meat and potatoes? <laughs> Listen, special guest Mark Welzer, thank you so much for joining us on this Savage Fincast Retro. My pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you to my regular co-host and captain, Mr. James Purcell. I have to be here. (laughs) And if you want to let us know your thoughts and whatever the fuck's in your head, if you want to tell us how you would kill someone with their clothes, write us savagefincast at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody.